Welcome to the State News Music Podcast, or Snoozic Podcast for short. I'm Matt Schmucker, here with Jameson Draper. What's up, guys? Jameson here. All right, first we're going to be doing some album reviews, where Jameson and I will talk about the biggest albums to come out since our last episode, and review them on a scale of 1 to 10. Then we're going to talk about today's music news topic, who are the best up-and-coming artists right now. For Michigan State's independent student voice, this is Snoozic. Today's albums are Dripper Drown 2 by Gunna, When I Get Home by Solange, and Rapper Go to the League by 2 Chains. Let's start talking about Gunna's Dripper Drown 2. Jameson, what what are your thoughts? Matt, I know you're going to be excited to talk about this one. Mm -hmm. Um, I heard a lot of people say after it came out that Gunna mailed this one in. I don't agree at all. I really don't agree at all. I think his music's pretty formulaic at its core, but that's what makes Gunna Gunna, you know? that little like gurgly melody that he does like that's him gunna's melodic sound is one of my favorite things in music right now and i i think you'll hear it later when we talk about the uh up and coming rappers uh later today but uh gunna's projects and projects in that kind of same vein always get me so excited <laughs> we talked about this on the last episode i think but i don't think there needs to be a ton of depth for an album or a project to make it so great you can take it for exactly what it is, and it's still really good. And that's exactly what, like, yeah, those albums in that vein, Gunna, Lil Baby, that type of, I think we're going to talk about Lil Got It we will. pretty soon. Um, but, yeah, everything like that, it's, you know, it's exactly what it is, but that doesn't mean it's not great. Gunna has a great voice, great melody, great knack for melody, you know, and it comes out really well. I mean, it's a whole, I can listen to that pretty much all the way through without any complaints, and there's something to be said for that. Yeah, I mean, it. It's one of the most exciting sounds in music right now, in, in my opinion. That, that kind of, it. most of those rappers are Atlanta, I believe, but th- that kind of sound, like Gunna, Young Thug, Lil Baby, Lil Got It we'll talk about, is so exciting. And this album specifically has a lot to be excited about, too, uh, with some great songs, like Yao Ming is absolutely a banger. Uh, Three-Headed Snake has an excellent Young Thug feature, and it's a great song on the whole. Uh, Playboy Cardi is a fun, fun, uh, fun extroverse on this song. I mean, there's there's a lot of fun on this album. Well, all these rappers that we're talking about, they're all children of Young Thug at, at their core, but Young Thug is super experimental and super always trying to push the envelope. So what these guys are doing, I think, is they're taking what makes people love Young Thug so much and those melodies and those little quick jabs, you know, and they're taking that and perfecting it to their own, which there's nothing wrong with that. That's awesome. And they're really good at it, but it's always enjoyable when we get to see Young Thug with them trying to, you know, trade punches. And I do agree. Yao Ming is one of my favorite songs on that, along with Baby Birkin. I really like Baby Birkin. Also a great song. Just that all of these YSL Young Thug inspired rappers are just so good right now. And I'm so happy that they're all working together and putting some really great music out. Yeah, it's interesting because you hear a lot of these rappers that have this similar style, similar, you know, similar aura, and I feel like a lot of them might not work together because it might sound the same, but, I mean, they're great together because they do things a little bit differently. I mean, if they were the exact same, we wouldn't be listening to them. They do their own thing, and they're really good even together. I mean, the song with Lil Baby on there is pretty good, too. And, yeah, I mean, they have a whole project together, a couple projects, or a lot of songs together. All right, um... On a scale of 1 to 10, what do you give Dripper Ground to? I give it a 7 out of 10. I mean, it's really good. I really enjoy it. It's not like blowing me out of the water. It's kind of what I thought I would get from Gunna. And what I thought I would get from Gunna was a really good project. And it is. So I give it a 7. 
Yeah, I, I have to agree with the 7 out of 10. I, I feel like we agree too much on this now. We we used to fight each other. We argued all the so time. much last year. Yeah, no, I mean, Gunna's got a great project here. And, I mean, with so many hits or potential hits on this album, I can't imagine going lower than 7. Yeah, I mean, it seems like the perfect rating because it's not like a classic, like an instant classic, but it's also not bad at all. It's really, really good. All right. Moving on to the next album, Rapper Go to the League by 2 Chains. Uh, 2 Chains uh, brought a lot more than I thought he would on this project. What, what do you think, Jameson? This is 2 Chains' blueprint. That's I a take? I think that this is a great album. I was excited for it because every 2 Chains release I'm very excited for. I mean, ever since Boats, back in I think that was like six or seven years ago, you know, Ever since he's departed from being in the play of circle to becoming two chains, um, I think he's really done a really good job crafting radio hits, creating songs that are great in party and club settings. I mean, everybody knows two chain songs, you know, everybody does. But this project is so much more than that, and it's not trying to do too much, but at the same time, it's so much more. He has so many beats that on the song Threat to Society, it's like this melody and these keys and these like kicking drums. And he says, I think he says in the song, like, I could get Jay on this. Like, it's a perfect, he's a really good rapper. People don't realize that 2 Chainz is, is a really good rapper. I always forget how good 2 Chainz is until I hear a 2 Chainz feature on somebody else's song. And I'm like, oh, did 2 Chainz just wash somebody? And it's like, yeah, yeah, he did. He's good. Yeah, so many songs that 2 Chainz is featured on, he completely washes other rappers. And I just don't think for how famous he is and how well his albums and singles sell and are listened to, I don't really think he gets that credit, and I think this is his album, like his statement album. Like, this is his late in his career, you know, he still got it, possibly more than he ever has before, and he finally crafted a great project with the help of LeBron James. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, if this is a statement album, can I call NCAA a statement song? Dude, that is the best 2 Chain song ever. (laughs) That beat is crazy. That's an Honorable C-Note beat. And Honorable C-Note has done great beats in the past for Pee Wee Longway, Migos. He's done a lot of great things, and I've always really liked him, but this is, I don't know what about this beat, but this is crazy. And as a huge college football fan, some of the references in this song are incredible. I don't know if you listen, but I have more crab legs than Jameis. It references Jameis Winston stealing crab legs from a Publix. You bet. Talking about fake girlfriends, Monte Teo Mm -hmm. from Notre Dame. I think... The the hook on this song feels so, like, epic. Like, I can't wait for this to be, like, just played everywhere this fall. Even the spring during March Madness. Like, I mean, come on. Like, how did he do this? Like... As, and as many good features as he has on this project, he's got Kendrick Lamar, Ariana Grande, Young Thug, Travis Scott. This is a solo song, and it's the best one on here. Yeah, 2 Chainz doesn't need anybody. He has these features, and they're great songs. I mean, $2 Bill with uh, Lil Wayne. That one's a great song. Um, yeah. I mean, Rule the World with Ariana Grande is That great. song works so well. Yeah. That song works so well. I didn't expect that, but that's just a testament to him being able to create those songs for the masses, and that's not a problem. That's awesome. I love that. And that'll help the album sell. But songs like NCAA, Threat to Society, he has bars on Threat to Society, you know? And it's not even like a 2 Chains type beat. And NCAA is, but like a 2 Chains beat on steroids. And it's incredible. And he's it's just such a good album. It's such a good album. So as versatile as this album is, what do you give it on a scale of 1 to 10? I give it a 9, dude. I need LeBron James to A&R another album. I mean, I'm, I'm really hard-pressed to give this... I can't go lower than an 8. I'm going to say an 8. 
I feel like I might come back to this and be like, oh, I should have given it a nine, but I'm going to say an eight right now. NCAA is so good, and there's so many other... Like, the fact that we're talking about this album without talking about Kendrick Lamar is crazy. Yeah, you think that Kendrick Lamar... I mean, he didn't even have close to the best moment in that album. I thought he was very good in the album, but I would play five, six, seven songs, seven verses before I'd even touch that, Mm -hmm. which is crazy. And I I just want to put in here that... I. I don't know how much LeBron James actually had to do with making this album or if that was just a marketing ploy. I just kind of imagine him sitting back in his do-rag in the studio with his glass of wine just twirling and sniffing it while 2 Chains does all the work. But either way, I love the fact that he's an A&R on this album and it came out amazing. Yeah, just a great album all the way through. And we've got one more album to talk about still in this section, uh, When I Get Home by Solange. Uh, I mean, do, do you want to talk about Solange? Um, I've never been like a huge Solange fan, but I've always really, really, really respected what she's done. A Seat at the Table was an R&B classic, instantly. Yep. You know, it already had its place in R&B lore. And her new album, I mean, it might be just as good, really. I think it might be just as good. It might not have the epic kind of feel that A Seat at the Table had, But it's very ambient, lots of jazz notes, I feel like. And she does pay homage to a lot of Houston rappers. She does, like, scratches with Devin the Dude on it and Scarface. And I think that's awesome. Really, I think that's awesome. I think paying homage to where she's from while still creating her own, like, breed of R&B. You don't don't really hear anything like Solange. I I think it was a DJ Booth article written by Yo the other day that talked about this album with a couple others. That um, It was talking about albums that have a really good sense of home. And that was, like... This is such a great example of one of those albums. I think it was like talking about this. It was talking about FM. But um, this album is so distinctly, has such a distinct sense of place that it's hard to take anything away from it. it this album is so well put together, so well done, that it, it really doesn't have a lot of gaps. I mean, I agree with the sense of place thing. I didn't read that article, but that's perfect. That's kind of what I was trying to explain without saying it correctly. Like... It's really hard in music to create an album that pays homage to where you're from, has like that sense of style to where you're from, without kind of being a caricature of itself. You know, you hear a lot of West Coast records that are just way too G-funk or something that are almost like too much, and you're like, why didn't you do something yourself? She has that like down-home candy paint Houston vibe, but still is completely her own, her own music, her own album. Like, you listen to that, that's Solange. You know that's Solange, and it's great, but it's still so Houston. You feel it. I love that. Yep. Uh, I, I mean, if we're just going to talk about great songs on this album, Almeida is incredible. Yeah, and on that note, the features on this album, I mean, I looked at the list, and I assumed because it's Solange they were going to work, mm-hmm. but I didn't know how. I mean, I didn't know how, but they all worked great. That Playboy Cardi feature. I did a double take when I heard him the first time. I was like, wait a second, that can't be Playboy Cardi on this album. And then it was, and it was really good. Yeah, I don't know why that worked. He's never even rapped or any uh, or sounded like anything like that on anything, but that was kind of nice to see a little bit of versatility from Playboy Cardi. Just goes to show that Playboy Cardi works on anything. Yeah, he really does. (laughs) It's so stupid. I don't know why that works everywhere. I will never understand why Playboy Cardi is so great, but he is, and it's not like ironic. He's just so good. Just I don't know. Yeah. Um, Scale of one to ten. What do you give when I get home? I give it an 8.5. I'm not giving it a 9 or a 9.5 or anything because it's really not me. When I say it's not me, 
I don't mean that I'm not listening to it. I've listened to it a bunch. It's been heavy in my rotation, but it's not like what really like gets like the wheels turning in my head. But I really appreciate it, really respect it. There's nothing wrong with it. It's very good. I love the sense of home, like you said. I think it's a great album. Yeah, I, I think as as far as R and B projects go, there it's tough to top this. There there are some albums that will, but like this is great. I'm gonna have to give it at least an eight out of ten because it's it's really tough to beat. Well, and this is another thing is that people are always saying lately that like R and B is dying. There's not a lot of R and B all the time. There are yeah. great R and B projects that come out. It's a great era for R and B, and I really don't understand. If you're saying R and B is dying, you're not listening. No, enough. I mean there's so many artists that I put like above my favorite hip hop artists, even just in R and B. You know, Daniel Caesar, Brent Fayaz, my favorite artist ever, Frank Ocean. But yeah. I feel like that's it for a lot of people. But Solange. You know, so many people, and that's just like off the top of my head. I'm not even thinking more into yeah. it. And yeah, I mean, a great album through and through. Yeah, I loved it. I really thought it was great. I mean, 8.5 is just like I said, only because I, I don't know how much it's going to be heavy in my rotation, but it's always going to be in my rotation. It was an instant add. You know, one of those albums you instantly add to your library before you even press play. Yep. And with that, let's go to commercial. Are you obsessed with upsets, buzzer beaters, and the thrill of March Madness? Do you wake up looking to get your daily fix of all things Spartan basketball? Then check out Snooze Hoops, the state news' March Madness breakdown podcast, hosted by Casey Harrison and Chase Michelson, releasing every Wednesday in March. Welcome to SnoozeCast, where we take an in-depth look at the state news' biggest stories of the week, while bringing new perspectives from the reporters who wrote them. You can find us on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com forward slash state news, and always online at statenews.com. The topic we've got for today to talk about is one that's always fun to talk about, in my opinion. Who are the best up-and-coming artists right now? So, Jameson, if you say you get to, like, handpick a couple artists for the XXL freshman list, uh, who do do you pick? Well, handpick a couple artists as in what XXL qualifies as freshman or what I qualify as freshman. You get to make your own Jameson freshman list. Okay, Jameson's freshman list. I think the... The first artist I'd put on there first and foremost right now, which who also just released a project, is the baby from Charlotte. I think he is great, super fresh, super new. Um, he has kind of a really low, powerful voice, and his projects and his songs have a very structured structured style. But he's very unique, very funny. His music videos are hilarious, like Walker Texas Ranger, um, minivan with Black Boy JB. He's a character for sure, but he can rap. So yeah. well. Let, let's talk Baby on Baby for just a sec, because I have to agree on this one. Like, th- this project that just came out is great. I mean, you know I love anytime anybody brings Rich Homie Quan back out and puts him on a record. Dude, Quan is a <laughs> rap OG. I wish people would realize that. He's so good. Please give Rich Homie Quan the respect he deserves, and he's got a great feature on this on this album. Give on that celebrate. man his flowers, and Celebrate is the best song yeah. on, on Baby on Baby. I'm not sure Celebrate's the best song, though. I think Joggers right after it might be better. Joggers is great, but my favorite song is Far and Away Celebrate, but also I really like Suge at the beginning. That song is really good. What I like about the Baby is he has some songs that 
with beats that are kind of dreamy and melodic, a few songs. But a lot of his beats are just low, like uh, Jetson made is a lot of the production on this mm-hmm. and a lot of uh, the baby's music and all. But, um, I mean, he's really good at just, you know, using those simple stripped down beats and just tearing them apart. Like you listen to that, you're just like, wow, he goes so fast. He says so many offensive things, you know, it's just, it's so great. I just get like, it's like I'm in, driving in a car listening to the baby. I'm just going faster and faster and faster and faster. It, it's there's not that many people out right now that you listen to them and instantly you go, oh, that dude can rap right now. Especially that have that like up and coming label, but DaBaby is one you listen to him and you're like, oh, that dude can rap. Yeah, and he's he's really about what he speaks. And I'm not like trying to say that you don't have you have to be street or something to be a great hip hop artist. I'm not that type of person, but I really don't like when people talk big talk. And they, it's not them, you know? Like, with the exception of Rick Ross, his fantastic lies are unmatched by anybody. But, but like, a lot of rappers, like, they sit at their house, you know, eat some chips, drink a little bit, and then make these songs. Like, it's just not... Dude, you have to be organic, you know? The first time I heard about DaBaby, you know, the first time I heard about DaBaby was when he shot somebody in a Walmart. Like, that's crazy. It was self-defense and stuff, but, like, you just don't hear about that. You know what I mean? Like, who's this guy that shot somebody in a Walmart? I go on... YouTube and I see the 21 music video I'm like wow this guy's really about it <laughs> yeah I mean I, I think he's a can't miss for for a, for a state news freshman list if we're putting one together uh, another one uh, if we're just throwing in rappers that have baby in the name uh, I feel like we gotta mention Sada Baby we talked about him last week I feel like Sada Baby's been mentioned on this podcast going all the way back to last year so I wasn't sure if we were gonna put him Let, in or let's, not really quickly Sada Baby's on the list. Sada Baby is one of my favorite rappers, and I've been talking about him for like a year now, but he's still probably a freshman in terms of for sure. the public. And this project he just came out with, Barty or Bounty, it's incredible. It's really, really, really unique. I mean, I see a lot of tweets on Twitter that are like, Da Baby or Sada Baby? They're nothing alike, but people love comparing the yeah. babies. But the, Sada Baby is so good, and he's so unique, and his hard-hitting beats, you know, very Detroit, but very unique. He says some things in his raps that you don't even know how he thinks of like chopper look like daddy oblong what uh okay so i i gotta i gotta pick my uh my addition to the state news freshman list uh lil got it out of atlanta uh another one of the young young thug inspired rappers and dude he's so good i i found him way too recently but i don't care like um he just came out with his, his album actually just dropped today, like as we're recording this. But uh, one of his singles off of that album is The Real Hood Babies. And oh my God, I heard this song and like halfway through the song, I was like, yep, this is my new favorite song. <laughs> that beat is, and unfortunately the beat had a had a sample strip from it out of just, I assume, clearance issues. But that beat is still one of the most fun, unique beats. And Lil Got It is... I swear he just floats over his raps. His melodic little whatever it is, I (laughs) love it. I mean, he just really popped up really quickly. I mean, you see, like, the other Young Thug children, (laughs) um, Gunna, Lil Baby, um, all those guys, you know, they had a very, like, not slow rise, it was still very quick, but it was was a project that, like, kind of put them in the public view. It it was a process. Lil Gunna was, like, not anything and now like everybody's talking about him so i'm really excited to see what comes from him in 2019 absolutely um another one that i would like to talk about is kind of uh 
not a collective, but a region, the West Coast. I've talked about them a lot, but there are some artists, groups, artists on the West Coast that are poised to be huge. I want to hear what you think. So West Coast right now, West Coast up and coming rappers right now are so plentiful that it's it's crazy how how much talent there is over there right now. Like even if you think just West Coast Collective, I can think of two of them off the top of my head that are great. SOBRBE and Shoreline Mafia are both crazy right now. Yeah, I mean SOBRBE is awesome. They were on. They got their real big jump to megastardom, you know, with their appearance on the Black Panther soundtrack. Yep. But um. There's a lot of tension in that group right now, I think. Like, Young T.O. said he was leaving at one I, point. I, I don't I think, think he is anymore. That. But I don't know. But Shoreline Mafia has that, like, dark, like, party vibe over, like, you know, kind of anxious anxious production. Like, kind of, like, you can't really sit still listening to it. But it's so good, so catchy. And they're signed to Atlantic already. And I think they're poised to be really big. I mean, you see these videos. They really got the teen fans on lock. Like, mm-hmm. you see these videos from their OTX tour. And they have so many like little white girls in the crowd going crazy, and that's how you know you're gonna make it. Yeah, I mean, there, there's even more on the West Coast still. Like, you so you want to talk about a guy that popped up real fast? Talk about Blueface. Yeah, Just out of nowhere. I mean, all these guys like Shoreline, and there are a couple other guys I want to talk about. They they've been around for like a year, maybe two, since they like started. Mm-hmm. Blueface like two years ago was playing college football. Yep. And now he's, like, one of the biggest hip-hop artists in America, you know? And, like, every meme, everything you see when you're looking at your phone, buzz down, Tatiana, every time you scroll anywhere, like, he's it's crazy. He's got so much name recognition right now. I would love to see him capitalize on that and, like, actually become, like, a mainstay out of it. I think and he's I, really good. I mean, people, I don't know what you think, but people like to hate on him a lot. But that little off-kilter flow is such, like, a, a West Coast, like, niche for all the way back to, like, Sugar Free in the 90s. He really does that well. Like, people think, oh, he didn't hear the beat before he wrote his raps. Like, yes, he did. He just finds his pocket in those beats. Like, they're awesome. You know, I mean, he's really capitalizing, I think, really well as far as, like, riding the wave of Tatiana and a famous Crip mixtape. Mm-hmm. But I think soon we're going to see, like, another something from him, kind of like, I hope he really does, like you said, capitalize on this huge Yeah, I mean, you, you can say what you want about Tatiana as a song, but to get a song that has that kind of that kind of staying power. That kind of reach. Yeah, like, it. that takes something, and I clearly Blueface has it, so. Yeah, and as far as, real quick, as far as other artists, I think, that are on the come up on the West Coast, there's a few artists signed to... Um, uh, Warner Music subsidiary Asylum Records uh, that I've been really in, in tune with is um, One Take J and AZ Chike. They're both out of the West Coast and they're both kind of like a little like eccentric, but they have that same like grimy, like stripped down type of production. But it came out a, a few months ago, but One Take J just put it on streaming services. He has a song called Hello, which is over like a iPhone ringtone. And I would like to just preface this with I am not a fan of doing alarms and ringtones on beats. It's it, the worst thing But he ever. does it so well, and it doesn't even sound like a ringtone, you know? Like, it's I, I really like the song. He's just super eccentric, super fun. Like, I really think these guys, they have the personalities. A lot of people on the West Coast, they have the personalities as well mm. as the talent to be really big. You see a lot of these other rappers around that do a lot of just mm, hemming and hawing, but these guys on the West Coast, they're so vibrant, so colorful, and I think that's really what sets them apart from the rest of the pack. Yep. All right, and then I want to talk about one more before we sign off that I will be so disappointed if they don't get huge. Uh, Rico Nasty. 
Rico Nasty is so talented. I'm so disappointed that her last project, I don't know if it was an album or a mixtape, Nasty. I think it was an album. But uh, I'm so disappointed that it didn't do better than it did streaming-wise. Yeah, I thought it would. I mean, she has the backing of Kenny Beats. They're like a team, yeah. you know? Kenny Beats, and Kenny Beats works with a lot of different people, but, like, his, definitely his project he's working on as an artist is Rico Nasty. Yeah. And, like, you know, Kenny Beats' thing is he really crafts his music, his production, to fit the artist that is going for, which I really like because it just really, like, capitalizes on what's so great about the artist. And so I think he's really getting the most out of Rico Nasty, and she's awesome. She's so good. And, yeah, I just don't understand why it's not really getting that reach that it should. I mean, she's still really new, you know. I mean, I've only, mm. I've only been familiar with her for less than a year, so. Yeah, I mean, I'd, songs like Counting Up are so good that I don't understand how they haven't gotten a bigger reach yet. And I'm so excited to see what she does next because if it doesn't blow up, I am going to be so sad. Yeah, I really like her. I, I know you're very big on her. You're definitely bigger on her than I am. But yeah. I, I have no gripes at all, at all with Rico Nancy. I think she's great. And I think just like these other artists we're talking about, she has a great personality too. You know, she's very vibrant, very colorful. And the fact that she has that, like, that, that charisma about her that could make her big. So I could really see that happening more than, like, a lot of other artists. I think you need that to be really big. Because the music can only speak for itself so much. You need that ability to reach and, and connect with fans, whether personally or through your antics or something. You need something. I think Rico Nasty has that. Couldn't agree more. And I think that wraps up section two. This has been the Snoozic Podcast. Make sure to follow our Spotify page, the State News Podcast Network, where you can find Spotify playlists that Jameson and I put together with some songs that have been in our rotation lately that we think you should listen to because they're really good. Trust us. You can also check us out on Twitter at TSNCast and at The S News. Uh, we're on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com forward slash state news and always online at statenews.com. I've been Matt Schmucker with Jameson Draper signing off. <laughs>